welcome to the Momgasm Podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. Welcome back to another episode of the Momgasm Podcast. This week's episode, Lindsay and her partner Jeff sit down for the third installment of Dadgasm. Dadgasm is where we sit down with our partners and have super open conversations. Lindsay and Jeff catch up on their lives. It's their last episode where they discussed opening up their relationship. They had some new insights and have made a decision about opening up their marriage. They also talk about the very real life struggles of COVID and parenting. Jeff gets candid about his hot microwave balls. I'm not making that up. And they answer some questions from you, our listeners. As always, nothing is off the table between these two. So buckle up and enjoy. Um, so I'm here. I'm Lindsay. I'm Lindsay. That would be helpful. Uh, but it's, it's a Lindsay and Jeff episode. Lindsay and Jeff episode. Oh God. (laughs) This is just setting the bar for Mm -hmm. what to expect for this next hour to an hour and a half. Lots of puns. Oh geez. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to this. Anyway, we've been meaning to sit down and record another episode for a really long time, especially since we dabbled in Tinder and Mm. had some in-depth conversations about monogamy versus non-monogamy and where we stand. Yeah. Um, Seems like so long ago. I know, (laughs) right? right? (laughs) I'm, I'm totally like, oh my God, when was that? feels like a whole lifetime ago. Was it last year? Was it February? Was it... No, it was... It was not that long. It was last year, but like Mm. last year is only a few months ago. Last year just feels like... An eternity! Well, that's because um, March to mid-April felt like a year condensed in the span of a month. Mm -hmm. Because we've been trapped inside with children forever. Seems like it. Right? Yeah. It's been weird, but we tried once before. So when we were in the heat of exploring... Sorry. Heat of the month. Oh, God, you're singing. I was like, why are you saying sorry to me? But we had sat down and we tried to talk about the life that is Jeff and Lindsay and the potential of plus one and all of the things that that brought up for us. But the night that we sat down to record and have that conversation, Fallon woke up like eight times and we both just got mad about it near the end. (laughs) And the quality declined significantly because we couldn't have a conversation that lasted more than like 15 minutes without getting interrupted. Yeah, a pretty good representation of the challenges we face. Fuck, right? With regards to sex. Oh my lord. Yeah, like especially... Well, I mean, right now is a whole different ball game. Yeah. Do you find? Well, with what? With her? <laughs> ball game. <laughs> yeah. That was unintentional. Yeah, no but games funny. with that. No, no gaming with your ball right now. 
Um, uh, what's what's up with your balls? Um, it's angry. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like picturing your balls with like a cartoon cut out angry face on them. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever seen the South Park episode when Randy microwaves his balls so that he can get a weed prescription <laughs> and he carries them around with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> I really hate that I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like that, but only one. Oh, wow. So you've got hot microwaved balls. Yeah, yeah. I got like a wheelie stool for it, and then I just go... (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the romance that is my life, friends. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay, so what... But why do you have a hot microwaved... Ball sack. Uh, well, I don't know how it happened, but it's, uh, and I forget what it's called. That's a lot of help. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, um, and I don't know what it's like exact, the medical term. Well, Google could probably tell you. I, I wonder know. if I just like, know. no, I'm wondering if I asked Google what is an inflamed ball, ball cord. <laughs> ball cord. <laughs> yes, it's actually in the cord between the ball and the rest of the junk, so... Okay, so to boil it yeah. down, you have some sort of localized infection in the in your ball sack, but not specifically your testicle. It's like the pathway from your testicle mm. into your penis. It's epididymitis. There you go. Um, what's that been like for you? Uh, Other than the delicious description of what it feels like for you yeah i mean it hasn't been that bad i guess it can get extremely bad (laughs) but um usually it only comes up if uh i sit the wrong way or i accidentally get a child's foot in the ball (laughs) (laughs) which is actually like a a hazard in your life (laughs) it's a grave concern (laughs) something you really have to watch out for so in, in your experiencing this, uh, what have you learned about it? Um, Other than that it exists. I learned that it exists. Yeah, I mean, that it exists. Um, that it's not that uncommon, I guess. Um, that it's easily treatable. Not harmless, but I mean, pretty benign. So is it considered like an STI though? Like, does it fall under that category? No. Um, it can be caused by them, but I don't think it's an STI. Is it? It's is gonorrhea cause. something that can cause it? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say gonorrhea and. There's another one. Oh my god! Uh, urinary tract infection. Yes. Is that it, or was there another one? Uh, chlamydia. Chlamydia. There we go. Can't forget good old chlamydia. Those, so. Fucking hope not. Last time I checked. Jesus, that would this episode would take a dark turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you something. <laughs> ah, fuck. Um, cool. I didn't even know that this was this was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea. Neither did I. Until you were randomly like, I have to FaceTime my doctor my balls. <laughs> <laughs> didn't end up having to doing that. That's a great said, image uh, though. Well, yeah, yeah, I talked to my doctor on the phone, so it's like, I forget what it's called, but the ball cord is inflamed. He's like, oh, it's this. Great. That's funny. I don't have to talk to you. <laughs> Great. I don't have to talk to you about my balls anymore. Yeah. 
Oh my God. So if like, depending on when this comes out, I'm assuming, I mean, I'm hoping we're not yeah. still living in COVID hell, mm. but I'm assuming we probably <laughs> will be. Yeah. Will be. Um, so we have at this point been home almost exclusively since March 14th. Mm-hmm. So we got home from Mexico March 13th. And mandatory quarantine. Nope. We got home from Mexico. (laughs) I keep thinking your birthday's on the 14th, which is why I keep fucking this up. So we flew home on the 14th and mandatory quarantine for anyone who traveled went into effect on the 15th. On your happy fucking birthday to you. Um, And so we have been inside. We were inside exclusively for two whole weeks. Mm -hmm. And then we only leave for you to go and do like a grocery run yeah. about once a week. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like those old videos you saw in school about hunter gatherer societies where the family <laughs> stays home. <laughs> Except for yeah, uh, patriarch <laughs> goes out to hunt for food. Except for it's not with uh, sticks and rocks and. Arrows, oh, arrows and yeah. well, maybe we're you don't go. You don't go. <laughs> I'm just running around the grocery store, <laughs> poking at things with sticks. You're supposed to like. I don't want to touch everything, so maybe maybe just, you should get a stick. I just bring tongs with me. Oh my go. god! Please shop with tongs, just for the vi- just for the visual. They call me the human crab. Oh my god! Oh my god! Please do that. Did you see the the person who was like walking by their house that had like fashioned themselves a face shield? Yeah, it was delightful. Yeah, it could be nurse or something. I was mad about it. I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, good for you and your craftsmanship, sir. Yeah. <laughs> we saw that uh, thing I sent you of all the uh, pictures of strange things that people have fashioned into like face masks and stuff. I don't remember this. No. No. Oh. Almost like half a pop bottle they put like right You didn't send this to me. Damn. Did you see the lady with the pot lid though? That's a good one. That's a quality one. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyway, so our needless to say, our our living arrangements in general have changed Mm -hmm. in the last month. And our sex lives have definitely, I would say, changed in Mm -hmm. the last month. They had changed the month leading up to all of this too though. Yeah. Well, Mexico was like an entirely different thing, but Well, Mexico was great <clears throat> cuz it it remedied a lot of the struggle that I was having, which was kind of killing my mm-hmm. killing my mojo for a while. So I leading up to Mexico, we were planning and promoting the momgasm sleepover, which we super sadly had to cancel because of um, COVID. Mm -hmm. And we, excuse me, we were planning for, oh my God, I can't stop. Excuse me. It's because I'm drinking sour wood. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, Sour city from Starwood Cider. Uh, That was a great throat (laughs) gurgle. Yeah. Um, It's a great read. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, planning for the, mm-hmm. planning and promoting a sleepover, yep. planning to go to Mexico oh. and with our first big family trip, everyone going, mm-hmm. making sure 
I was kind of, I'm, I'm in charge of packing everything for everybody or like at least get, dishing out the <laughs> lists for people to make sure that we have everything that we need. Yes. The self-employed, self-appointed person. <laughs> okay. Is not it, that I want to do it. <laughs> also, is it not true that if I gifted that job to you, that we would probably get there with like three shirts each and that's it. That's all I need. <laughs> Case in point, <laughs> mate. So I was doing that, and then we were also prepping for the biggest live show that we've ever done mm-hmm. yeah. with Atlantic Pop Explosion. Nope, Atlantic no. Pop Explosion, Atlantic Podcast Summit. I am had weed, and I am drinking cider, friends. <laughs> also, I don't talk to adults for extended period of time most of the time, currently. Yeah. Yep. My sentences are just fantastic. So because I was so stressed and because I was so busy and I just felt like there was a lot of pressure on me, mm-hmm. I just didn't have much of a libido. Like I wasn't, Yeah. I had no desire or inclination to even like pleasure myself. Mm-hmm. And so because I knew it was a temporary situation, I kind of just let myself ride it out. Yeah. But then that spilled into us kind of getting the mojo back in Mexico, but Fallon not really allowing us. Yeah. Like at that time, Fallon wasn't sleeping very well anyway. So mm. that made me super tired because I was up there all night. So it's like we were sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. I was mega stressed. Yeah. And so there was just like no sex happening. Like I feel like we didn't fuck for like at least a month. Mm. There was a one-off that was terrible. Yeah. Was that before or after we left? It was after we got back, I think. After we left, after we got back. Where it's hard. Yeah. Anyway, um, we did have like a really good afternoon delight situation while we were in Mexico, mm-hmm. which was helpful. But then after that, we didn't do anything. No. Not because we didn't want to, though. Like, I felt I felt a lot... I was super horny in Mexico almost the entire yeah. time. I know. <laughs> I know. I, was, I made it very apparent. Yeah. But mm-hmm. kids did not really allow. No. I mean, yeah. And I learned that I really enjoy sitting outside at 9 o'clock with a margarita. <laughs> you, that was, you were living the life there. Yeah. You also enjoy afternoon... No... Mid-morning naps in a hammock. Yes. That was that yeah. was an essential for you, too. Yeah. After watching the lizards fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not lizards. Well, they are lizards. They are lizards. Iguanas. The guanas. Yes. The guanas. <laughs> Just, the guanas. Who needs to uh, have spaces between the words? Just squish it all together. The guanas. Yeah. So it's like, it was really strange for me, and I want to know what this is like for you, mm. but to like feel like we got or like we're we're coming back to ourselves and like mm-hmm. I was feeling turned on again I was feeling really excited to like take all that energy and magic and get back home and back into our routine and feel like we had more freedom to fuck again mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and then, no, then yes our routine <laughs> <laughs> oh, then the there pe- might be some <laughs> change since we left <laughs> And maybe we, some sort of global pandemic. Just maybe a touch, just a touch <laughs> of pandemic. Uh, so yeah, I yeah, I've been mm-hmm. fucking a lot. No. Though I feel 
I don't know. I like this week. I'm feeling more open and mm-hmm. and it's funny now that I'm into it. You're you're busted. Busted. You busted. <laughs> he broke. This boy busted. <laughs> God. Yeah. Like it's so funny how things are just so terribly aligning for us. Mm-hmm. And we we did have that like. That like, oh my god, that one point where we, we had that one point, we had that one point where you were feeling really turned on and I wasn't, and mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, I wonder what'll happen if I just like go for it and like get into it, and maybe maybe I'll get there, and it was just terrible. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Well, you can't force yourself to. It was just. Want to do it. it was, but it wasn't even that I didn't want to. Mm. Like midway through, like I did, I because I would never do it if I if I yeah. wasn't interested in it at all. But it was like this aside thing, like I wasn't fully invested in it, and then mm-hmm. I wasn't able to like communicate effectively to you, and you weren't receiving what I was trying to communicate very effectively. Yeah. And it like the best way to describe that would be like bumping uglies, like that's what it <laughs> felt like. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> But what, but do you would you not agree that it was like awkward and like mm-hmm. cumbersome? You couldn't find a spot that was working for you or position or anything. So it was definitely awkward and by the end of it it's like, all right, well, this is not doing anything for anyone. Yeah, like it was oh, but we haven't had sex like that in years. Yeah. In years. Mhm. So it was really humbling and also interesting to experience bad sex for the first time. And it wasn't like, this makes it sound like it was terrible. Mm -hmm. It was terrible compared to what we're used to. Like, I feel like we've been spoiled in the last few years, especially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was strange. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember I I sat down with Sarah and I was like... We had really bad sex. <laughs> like horrible, horrible sex. Mm-hmm. What? I, I didn't even think it was Idiots possible anymore. Disgusting sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm glad the last time we fucked was better. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think it's because we both wanted it. We were both yeah. we were feeling more connected. And it was the difference of, I think, trying to... F- to do something for the sake of doing it where, while we both felt completely off kilter because you were now working from home for the first time yeah. in forever. What a treat. <laughs> <laughs> what has it been like? What has it been like working from home for you? Uh, it takes way longer to do anything. Um, it's, the video calls every day are weird. Oh, yeah, that is... I, that's so strange that they're doing that. Well, it's not, it's not just my company. It's like... Every single financial institution is doing a call on something just mm. to try and uh, keep touching clients and stuff because it's hard to call everyone every day, I guess. So it's an easy way to keep in touch with this because a lot of them are, they're not shut down, but mm. not a lot going on. Yeah, it's definitely, there's a definite different pace mm. to the world right now. Like even the things that are still going, like in my experience, have 
this just completely different pace. Like everything is just slowed down. And it's a few people have said it. It's like the day the earth stood still. Mm-hmm. Not quite, but it does have that yeah. feeling to it where you're like, whoa, it's like rush hour traffic on one of the busiest streets in the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm sailing through. There's still too many people out for the amount of people that should be yeah. out. But it's that really strange moment where it hits you like, oh, typically at this time it would be gridlocked and it's yeah. like there's five cars. Well, that, that kind of, uh, I guess, feeling is most apparent like the grocery store. Which I've not, lot, yeah. I've not been to and will never experience. Mm-hmm. Takes a toll on you. Mentally, sometimes when you go in. Well, that's... A lot of people have been saying that. And I feel like if I went, I would have a complete meltdown. Mm. But even you've been coming home and yeah. saying, like... Like, when I go to the one that's by us at Quimpool, it's not so bad. Um, it's gotten better, I feel like. Especially when you go and there's no line. You can just breeze through and it's not so bad. When there's less people, it feels a lot better. Well, um, yeah, because it's... It, there's, I imagine there's more of a sense of normalcy mm-hmm. or like camaraderie while there's other bodies around. Yeah. But I went to like the, the big one that's a little further away because it has some stuff that we didn't need or the, the close one didn't have. And then it's like they were missing a lot of stuff. It was like what a shopping, like a grocery store, what you would think of would be during like a crisis. Mm. There's a bunch of stuff missing. Half the chips are gone. There's a big hole where the chips used to be. Quarantine chips. A smoking hole where the chips used to be. And um, people going quickly um, and worried about themselves. Mm. Um, And there's probably some of that at the other store, but it's easy to... Since it's a lot smaller, it's easy to avoid that. Um, But the liquor store is great. Everybody's that's not happy true. At the liquor store. But that's not yeah. true because, like, the other day we drove to go get something from the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Um, and to clarify, like, I don't go in anywhere because yeah. I am I I have a heart condition and I'm definitely one of the people that should not mm-hmm. should avoid this as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but I I'm so stir crazy and starved for just the outside world that I just sit in the car yeah. and then remind him to Purell before he even gets in the car. Mm. <laughs> You're like a newborn baby when you take them. Let's go for a drive. Right? Fuck. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, it's weird. It, I, For me, it's really strange where it's like I... So many things are off limits to me right now. Yeah. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. I loathe rules on a good day. Yeah. Like, I can't describe how frustrating... It has been mm-hmm. to have rules and then more rules thrown on top of rules. And yeah, yeah it's been a challenge mm-hmm. to say the least. And I mean, staying at home almost 24-7 yep. with just our family and two Sad. kids. Yeah, who are very bored. <laughs> So, so bored. Well, Fallon's not bored, but... It's been so revealing. (laughs) (laughs) 
in many ways, I mean, I, there are parts of it that I'm loving. Mm. I'm loving that it finally nudged us to keep putting more attention and love into the house. Yeah. We bought and built a table and chairs. So we finally have a dining spot that we can all eat at, which Mm -hmm. is a big thing. And the kids are really enjoying that. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Are you liking it? Yeah. It's a big part of like being a family especially when the kids are that age and mm. eating together yeah um, and now they're actually fin- well finishing their food especially Fallon before she gets up and like takes her plate and he dumps <laughs> it on the floor <laughs> so our 21 oh, baby our, <laughs> our 21 month 21 month old has this habit where if one of us gets up and leaves, she mm-hmm. thinks that they're going to eat somewhere else in the house. And so she'll like take her bowl or her plate and like awkwardly shuffle her way yeah. <laughs> out of the room and try and find where you are to sit down and eat with you. And it's adorable, mm-hmm. except for she keeps breaking all the dishes. Yeah, or dropping her food on the floor. Yeah. So when it kept becoming a thing and we noticed like how... Mm-hmm drawn she was to the idea of eating together we pushed the purchasing of a table yeah and i mean for me it felt really really good to be busy with my hands and actually do something that felt productive because i'm in this strange space where yes i can still kind of work because a lot of what i do either exists online already or Mm -hmm. can be brought online it's just a matter of adjusting some things yeah but I don't have the same quality time and space to do the work that I normally no, would do. Definitely not. So it's been really hard for me to find that sweet spot in how I want to keep showing up and serving while also allowing myself to take a step back so that I have my sanity. <laughs> yeah. Because, oh my God. Especially when you're used to having one kid at school. Oh. Oh. It's been so hard to, especially on like the the not nice days. Yeah. It's been so hard to do what I need to do to serve myself in the way that I need to serve myself. Mm -hmm. And also make sure the kids have what they need in the house isn't in complete shambles. There have been multiple times where I've just let them like color on the wall, do the things, cut out a thousand things and make a mess on the floor (laughs) because I'm just, it's Mm -hmm. the mess is worth it in that moment for me to have that 20 minutes to myself. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if Alexis had her way, everything in the house would be cut up and taped together. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) And the amount of times that I've walked in on her doing things that she absolutely knows she's not supposed to do. Yeah. It's been, it's, it's been a challenge. Better than when you walk into the bathroom and Fallon is sitting in the litter box. Oh, like oh. Just playing and then you're like, Fallon! <laughs> <laughs> she does have this like, oh fuck, I've been yeah. caught reaction where she'll like get up and leave. Yeah. Which is really, it's, it's adorable. A yeah. lot of the things that she does are adorable, mm-hmm. but also fuck Figure me. Yeah. Gee, get out of the goddamn shit box. Like... Yeah. What are you doing? The weekends aren't so bad, though. I can give you the space to... I'm living for the weekends. The weekends bring me so much joy. Mm -hmm. Because 
there's a big difference. And it's, it's so funny because I'm going to say this and then I'm in saying it, it makes me feel kind of like a shit mom for a brief moment because this is what I do to our kids all the time. Mm-hmm. But there's a complete difference between having you there when you're not accessible to us yeah. versus you being home and being able to interact and be accessible all the time. Not all the time because that's mm, inhumane, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. So I like I don't have to tiptoe around you just in case you're on a call or mm, check yeah. what your schedule is to make sure that we're doing things in the right timing or like shush the kids away from you. Yeah. Um, your attention isn't pulled elsewhere mm. and it makes a big difference. And I find like things run a lot smoother when you're not working. Yeah. And I think it's not just like my interaction and reaction to being you being more accessible and it's also the kids mm-hmm. have the same kind of thing and I it's funny it's one of those reasons that I'm like oh I really do need to set those business hours for myself because mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing a lot of the times for the kids where they don't they want my attention but I'm yeah. in the middle of writing a post for something or I'm I'm prepping for a class or I'm doing x y and z and yes I need to have I need to be able to work yeah. but it's so much easier when there's that expectation of like, oh, these are the times that mm. daddy is working. These are the times that mommy is working. And, and this is what that consistent schedule is going to look like. Yeah. As much as I like freedom and flexibility, I've been realizing in this that especially for kids or our kids anyway, the value of a little bit of structure, even if it's like this loose form yeah. structure. Yeah. Like if Alexis can't get attention from you or me, oh. then she'll try and get it from Fallon. And then that's fine most of the time, but Fallon wants to do her own thing. It's meltdown city. Um, I feel like we could talk about this yeah. this kind of crazy adjustment. I guess you got some questions. I do have some questions. It's been so long since we... It has been so long. So because it's been a really long time since we sat down and we've had a conversation like this at all, but more importantly, actually record an episode and, and tried to refresh our brains on all of the things that people want to know. I decided to jump on the Facebook group that we have, uh, the Momgasm Den, which if you're not in there yet, the fuck are you waiting for? Get your buns in there. It's a free group. Free group. Don't look at me when you say that. I can't get in. I know you can't get in. It's not for you, mister. It's for female identifying humans only. Um, Or Volvo owning humans. That's cool too. Uh, Anyway... It's free. It's great. I went on there and I decided rather than just kind of going with what I thought y'all wanted to hear, I would I would give the opportunity for mm. people to ask some questions. And we got some really interesting questions, which I'm pretty excited about. Of course, some of those questions cover what we wanted to talk about anyway. Yeah. So initially when we had sat down... <laughs> we just got more really funny questions. Yes. But initially when we sat down to record the episode that just didn't work and will maybe end up yeah. on Patreon at some point. Yeah, lost to the void. Oh, God. In the vault forever. But we sat down to give an update on our experience around conversations of non-monogamy, which is mm-hmm. something that kind of came out of left field. Yeah. Do you do you want to start us off, or should I like? Mm, 
go Maybe further. Maybe set the, set the, set the stage. Set the stage, set the <laughs> yeah. scene. Um, I don't even, I'm trying to remember how it even started. Oh, right. So initially the conversation arose where I, for the longest time, had said I was a hard no with the idea of a threesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it. I wasn't interested in it. It felt messy. It didn't enter, like, it just, it didn't entice me at all. Yeah. Because I was kind of programmed in my brain thinking that the only threesome viable option was us and a female. Mm-hmm. So that for me is not the porn threesome, right? The, the standard porn threesome, which I doesn't do it for me. I'm just not interested in it. Yeah. And so because of that, I was a hard no forever Mm. out of nowhere. One day I had been doing a lot of thinking about it. I don't know if it was somebody had sent me a photo or somebody had been talking about having a, a threesome experience with two men But somehow it got in my brain that I started fantasizing about having a threesome with you and another man. Yeah. And the idea of two men, like, focusing attention on me is just Mm -hmm. delightful. It's like selfish lover's dream. Yeah, we watched Jumanji and you saw The Rock and you're like, maybe? Definitely not. (laughs) No, it was Jason Momoa. We were watching watching Aquaman. (laughs) That was around the time. (laughs) It's definitely around the time. But what happened is I had, on a whim, Mm -hmm. thinking that your response would be a hard no, had thrown out this idea where I had shared with you essentially my fantasy that I had been playing with recently, which mm-hmm. was a threesome with another man. And the way that I, I still remember how I pitched it to you, mm-hmm. where I said, I know that this, I think it was something along the lines of, I know that this will never happen. Yeah. But the only threesome that I would ever be even remotely interested in mm-hmm. would be two men. So you and another man. Mm-hmm. focusing a lot of attention on me. Yeah. And your immediate response was like, yeah, that's hot. Yeah, all right. <laughs> like, which... Let's get it. <laughs> like, blew my mind. Hmm. Fucking blew my mind, because I didn't ever anticipate that that would be yeah. your reaction, because my brain up until this point, or very recently, has been very heavily programmed into the heteronormative monogamy. script monogamy. of not just monogamy, but the only threesome available is yeah. this, or the only threesome a man would ever be interested in is yeah. with two women. And mm. so to have a partner that's not only open to the idea of my desire, but like, also excited by the idea yeah was some like pretty fucking sick cannon fodder for us for a while some primo (sighs) yeah i'm not a selfish lover no you're not you're very giving i'm super into it Mm. i on the other hand very selfish so selfish so selfish but i do i i can be generous yeah not often Mm-hmm. But I can be. 
<laughs> I sound like such an asshole. No. I sound like such a dick. I'm like, no, only for me. But I also, I think it's different where you've expressed to me so many times hmm. how much you also get off. Yeah. At at the act of pleasuring me. Like that mm-hmm. for you is a big turn on, yeah? Yeah. The turn on. Yeah. Which works great for me. <laughs> works really well for me. Well there you go. Thank Very you. Very compatible. Oh, so compatible in the in the bedroom. But where that initial conversation was sparked, it kind of blew open a whole bunch of doors because suddenly Mm -hmm. this thing that was unattainable or felt unattainable and like it was never going to happen suddenly became plausible. Yeah. And you started expressing this new understanding Mm -hmm. of your sexuality. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that at all? Mm, I don't think we have time. This could be a two-part. We're only trapped for (laughs) two more months. I don't know what we have time. Talk about this. Maybe uh, maybe it's another episode. Oh, okay, fine. But essentially, you started to identify more towards yeah. fluid. Yes. And that was really exciting for me because mm-hmm. we started to watch movies and things together and talk about the men in movies and yeah. see if we have similar tastes in men. Mm-hmm. And it was a really sweet space to be in to kind of support and celebrate you in yeah. in in voicing that for yourself and exploring that for yourself while trying to not be a jealous bitch. <laughs> which I was... Trying. Which I found I wasn't really... What's he got? <laughs> What's he got? I don't got. I'm a penis. Yeah. <laughs> but I can buy one. Um, I found... When it came to men, like, I didn't really feel threatened or jealous because, A, I could reap the reward of that potential (laughs) connection. And it is so vastly different than what I have to offer. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is one thing led to another. And eventually, after many conversations, Mm -hmm. we decided to just pull the fucking trigger and get tinder yeah i mean lots of conversations and then but like the kind of tip and quote was like well it'd be really good to do an episode for the show on that um i talked to you about it a few times before that mm. they're like oh that'd be interesting people could see what it's like for somebody who's never been <laughs> in the online dating not only just like never been in online dating but also never sexually really been with anybody other than each other yeah it's funny like you were we were talking to your friend or i was talking to your friend about um how long we've been together and it's like because she had tinder and was going through and it's like uh we were together before there were smartphones yeah i was texting you on my motorola razor we were we got together in the age where plenty of fish was new yeah that's when we got together (laughs) Because in our brief breakup period that we had, like that brief month or two that we were apart, Mm -hmm. but still fucking, we, I was on Plenty of Fish. Yeah. And I remember being on Plenty of Fish and I remember that being the thing to do. Yeah. 
but it was new and it was like the hot thing to do at the time. So it's really the whole swipe right, swipe left thing yeah. was never on the our assembly radar. Line, yeah. The assembly line, yeah. That's honestly that's, that's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> good, good, bad. And so we were like, fuck it, like let's yeah. let's put ourselves on there, let's see what happens and like go through it together as no pressure to do anything. Right? But go through it as a couple and I got a lot of people interested mm-hmm. initially. And I did have one fucker ghost me. <laughs> You're so mad about that. I'm, I'm, I, I am somebody who really does not like when people aren't direct. And so yeah. the idea of ghosting to me frustrates the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Because I would rather you come up and just say, hey, you know what? I'm actually not interested. Or I changed my mind. Or I just realized that you're fucking married with kids, so I'm not going to fuck with that. Yeah. It's a messy situation. Right, like... I would so much rather somebody be upfront with me and say like, no, mm-hmm. it's just not for me yeah. than just dis-a-fucking-peer. Hmm. So initially I had, um, within a few days I had a date booked, yep. which was like a rush of emotions mm-hmm. where I went through like this, this cycle of, oh my God, I was able to book a date. This is really exciting. Oh my God, I still got it. Holy shit. Like total confidence boost yeah. moment mm-hmm. for me. Mm. I think for both of us yeah. too. And there is something, there is definitely something. And I think I talked about this on the show with, that we did um, where Sarah and I were talking about it briefly and like going through my, my Tinder. Yeah. But there is something to be said about knowing after 12 years? 12 and a half years? Uh, yeah. After being with somebody for 12 and a half years. 300 years. years. (laughs) Thanks, babe. (laughs) That if you put yourself out there that people are receptive. I mean, it's stupid because they're receptive to a picture and and like... Yeah, it's entirely superficial. Fucking... Sometimes it's nice to feel superficially wanted. Damn right it is. I'm not upset about that at all. Exactly. Um, so it was interesting and briefly I had a date and that's one of the things that people wanted me to talk about was, did the date happen? The date did not happen. It did not happen. No. The date did not happen because I got ghosted. Mm-hmm. We had a date booked and my suspicion as to what happened mm. is initially this gentleman and I were talking and he was, I was super open and I said like, Hey, I've got, yeah. I've got a family, I've got kids. My husband knows that I'm, I'm using this. He's super open. We're exploring non-monogamy. Yeah. If that's weird for you, totally get it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. But he was, he seemed receptive. He was like, no, that's interesting. Totally. He's like, as long as everybody's in the know, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I'm interested. But then he went to work yeah. and we had booked a date for the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Had everything planned, where we were going to go. I was in the process of, like, panicking, being like, should I shave my legs for the first (laughs) time in five years? (laughs) What do do I wear, right? Talking to my girlfriends, being like, what the fuck does this dating business look like? Do I pay for shit? What do I do? Do I go early? Do I go late? What what the fuck is the etiquette for this? It was funny. I feel like you got a little joy just watching me, like, have a meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) You made that noise quite a bit. I I did. I remember doing that. <laughs> but 
the same time, it was fun to have you involved in the process of like, well, yeah. what should I wear and what, mm-hmm. what is this going to be like and where should we go and what, what do you think I should get? So we had it all picked out and planned and then he went to work and mysteriously two hours later after he got to work, he sends me a message and goes, oh shit, I just realized that I double booked myself. Yeah. Uh, can we reschedule? And then he disappeared. The ghost dude. So my, thanks babe, love you. <laughs> so my thought is I imagine that he went to work, talked to somebody at work about this weird situation and how he's going to go on a date yeah. with this married woman who has two kids and the person at work was like, are you fucking stupid? What are you thinking? Or he's talking with multiple people and one seemed less complicated. No. Yeah. No. Who knows? It's hard to tell. My story is the right story. <laughs> okay. My story is the right one. I right. mean, no, you could be right, but still. Just fucking say Generally something. I am right, so. Uh, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. Is it? You, do you want to answer? What? Yes. No. Mm, yes. So, the date didn't happen. I did have a few other offers for mm-hmm. dates. Yes. I got some from <laughs> some booty calls. I got a, I got a, yeah. I got a, I a few sentient abs. <laughs> I was not mad about the sentient abs. The sentient French abs. Mm-hmm. I should text him. Oh, um, now I really want to text him. Why? Just, just for fucking shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. There is, it's interesting to me. It's delightful to me to, to be thrust into the weirdness of it all mm-hmm. with no commitment and, and no, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, there's no risk for me. You would not be the one thrust. What? You would not be the one thrusting. Ew. Ew. <laughs> that was gross. Was it? That was crass. Come on. Fuck you. No, you I love me. you. <laughs> I know. And I love you. Um, I just talked about my balls. <laughs> I know, and I love that you talked about minutes. your balls. It's great. Let's talk about your, your... You talked about your infected balls. Yeah. Oh. My COVID balls. Your COVID balls. <laughs> COVID balls. I love it. Um, so, date did not happen. I did get offers, but something really unexpected happened when I... In that period of time where I did have that, like, oh, my God, a date is possible. Mm-hmm. We were going to pick up meat from the butchers. Yeah. And I had a complete and total meltdown in the car. Mm-hmm. I completely broke down unexpectedly. Like, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect to be emotionally triggered by any of this. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I identified in you essentially giving me the free pass to to do whatever whoever I wanted mm-hmm. i had this immediate fear that if i was to move forward with something mm-hmm. that you would then hold it over me and that you would then go off and eventually like fucking pull out your like oh well you fucked somebody yeah, else yeah, yeah. card and then go and fuck somebody else and eventually mm-hmm. leave me for someone else. And this this narrative in my brain that said the only reason that you are with me 
is because you didn't have an opportunity to trapped. find somebody better, right? That I yeah. trapped you with my golden pussy. Yeah. And I put that on my finger at the window. <laughs> <laughs> Good old closet fingering yeah. at the wedding. Uh, yeah, no, that did not happen. That would be delightful. The riskiest we got at our wedding was I flashed you. Pussy. Um, she is pretty golden. Thank you. Thank you. It's embarrassing. So I had this breakdown. I had this revelation. Yeah. We talked about it more and I, because we had the opportunity to play out the scenario of how far this could go. Yeah. We were able to draw new lines in the sand for what we're comfortable with and what makes more sense for us moving forward. Yeah. So we identified that we're far more interested in the idea of swinging mm-hmm. versus yep. an open relationship. Yeah, I, I'm really not interested in... Polyamory? Yeah. Yeah. Neither not am I. I don't anyone f- hanging around. I don't have the fucking bandwidth for that. I have... We don't have the time. We barely have time with the kids. Right? Like... Trying to add some other no. emotional connection in there. No, I just can't. I just don't have the capacity for that. I can't even play my video game. Oh, no. <laughs> play my pussy instead. Second partner video games. <laughs> <laughs> Choice is no brainers. No brainer. I, I really want to swing now. That's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. I realize that I... COVID is not going to allow yeah, that to happen. Not. Also, Make sure you wear gloves and a mask. <laughs> it's not how that works. Purell, the dick. No, <laughs> please God, do not. Just dip it in do, and swirl it around. Do not ever. A big bowl of it. Oh, please Jesus, don't put Purell on your dick or your pussy. Don't put Purell on your genitals. Period. No. Please. And thank you. Maybe I'll get rid of epididymitis, but it won't. No. <laughs> Let's just remind everyone that you are not a medical doctor. You are very far. <laughs> not a doctor. From a medical doctor. So. This is not a medical advice. This is not legal advice. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. <laughs> this is so much harder than I want it to be. <laughs> we want to swing, but we want to like. What is, I don't even remember the term for it now. Soft, soft, swing, soft, soft swap. Soft swap. We want a soft swap. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. So I've identified that I. it is true that currently, right now, I am not interested in penetration mm-hmm. from anybody else. I don't want yeah. you penetrating somebody else. I don't want mm-hmm. somebody else penetrating you. Yeah. And I don't want to be penetrated by somebody else or penetrate somebody else. Like, yeah. that's, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But I'm far more open with that, but obviously. Respect. I'm... A jealous fucker. No. What? Well, yeah, kind of. No, it's just who you are and what you're comfortable with. Sure. I think it's also fair, though, to say that I'm jealous and I want... Jealous? I'm jealous? You're too cool to admit. I'm jealous and I want you all to myself. Mm-hmm. So there's this, like... For me, I bring the energetics into it where I am not necessarily interested in having somebody else completely mix their... To penetrate me with their energy. Okay. Like, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But I am really interested in the process of group sex mm-hmm. in the sense 
of being in a space where there are ener- other energies to tap into and play with mm-hmm. and be interested by. I'm also an exhibitionist, so the idea of being able to fuck in a room with other people yeah. is like a hard yes for me. Mm-hmm. So like that's where I'm at, where it's I would love to find people that we can fuck collectively yeah. adjacent fuck collective. <laughs> or have these like soft core swappage situations where maybe we start with... Mm-hmm different partners and we end up fucking each other in the end. Mm -hmm. And there's also something for me about being able to experience, like I identified that being, I really want to be able to experience this with you and have you experience this with me Yeah. where anytime you were kind of on Tinder and matching with girls, I was annoyed Mm. and it wasn't because you were matching with something that I could provide you, but I couldn't take enjoyment in it because I'm not, Interested in mm. women, as far as I know, or at least up to this point, I'm pretty sure I'm like straight as a motherfucking right board. <laughs> I just, it is very, 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 very fucking rare for me to look at a woman and be like, "Woo, okay," <laughs> and it, even that is fleeting. Yeah, usually. You never know, man. You'll get there and you see one, and then you'll be like the cartoon wolf with the maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happens? <laughs> Is that what happens to you? You turn into the mask. <laughs> so that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so currently I am, it's not, mm. not for me. I don't think it's for me anyway. Yeah. So anytime you match with a man though, mm. I was excited about it and I was interested by it because I could share something Mm -hmm. in the experience of like, oh, he's cute or oh, he ain't cute or oh, this is, this is what's going on. Not exactly the right app for that though. No, (laughs) Jesus Christ. There was like five and I knew most of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was really funny. (laughs) So yeah, it, it, it was really great that we went through the process of trying things on because it allowed us to get really clear. Yeah. And so the first thing that we want to gift to ourselves when COVID is over and our kids are a little bit older mm-hmm. is going to sex clubs together. Sex club. There's um, no party like a sex club party. I'm just ignoring you Go at this point. Go show you how. Are you? Are you is Everybody that? Is fuck Jesus. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Put your hands in the air. <laughs> ooh, ooh. No. Okay. See, when I join it, you just stop. That's rude. That's rude. You do it better than I do, so I'm like, continue. (laughs) Thank you, maybe? Uh, Yeah, so currently we have not fucked anybody else. We've not been on a date with anybody else. No. But we are still interested in exploring Mm -hmm. further down the road, starting with going to sex clubs and then working our way into swinging hopefully, mm-hmm. in a very PG-13 yeah, yeah. manner. It's the best way to explain it. A 90s PG-13 <laughs> Great. PG-13 is a little... Yeah, I know. It's a little... It's like, why even have it? <laughs> <laughs> but if there's anyone out there who has been there... Oh, my God. Tried it out. Yes. Let us know your experience. Yeah, I would love to know. Also, we have... Um... Especially your initial dive-in would be... Very helpful. What was your starting point? Yeah. Where did you start? Especially if you're local. (laughs) 
We actually have a really great conversation going on right now in the Momgasm Den where I threw up the question for a listener mm-hmm. uh, that asked how, what's the best way to get started in finding a third? Yeah. So we've been talking about different apps that are available. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the, the method of ethically mm-hmm. and consensually finding a third third party, which has been a really interesting conversation. Because I feel eventually yeah. that there's definitely something to that scenario that I want to explore further. Mm-hmm. Just not... Well, you go to the dome at 4 a.m. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a no. Thank you. Unless you want to bring home a 19-year-old. Mm. Which, no thank you. No. No. I want a seasoned pro. Thanks. We're almost double the age of a 19. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> terrifying. And also not accurate. We're a third. What? A third? Two thir- a third? A third? That's... What's math? 38 is double. We're not 38. I said we're almost... Almost double. Double of a 19-year-old. 30... No. They're... Thir- no. Seven years. That's a lot of years. We're double the... Almost double the age of a 16-year-old. Okay, well, moving <laughs> on to another question, because... Fuck you. Oh, actually, before we move on to another question, do you have anything that you wanted to add as far as being the... I don't know, having the male perspective, not that you can speak for all men... At all, or all people. I speak for all men when I say. Ha ha! But adding to the maybe benefit of opening up lines of communication around monogamy versus non-monogamy. Um, not from a male perspective, but from any perspective, communication is always important. And if you think, sorry, not that you want to try something. Not that you want to try something or just you've been thinking about something a lot. Talk to your partner. Yes, please. If your relationship is solid, I mean, it's not going to hurt anything. But do it in like a non-pressuring way. Yeah. Like, oh, I've been thinking about this. What are your thoughts on this? Not, I've been thinking about this. We should try it. That's not for initial conversation. There is something to... To say, I feel like oftentimes when you and I are sharing something that we're interested in, mm-hmm. it's often broached in that I've been thinking about this, yeah. or I've been playing with this idea, mm-hmm. would you be open to trying it? Or are you interested in this at all? Yeah. And then being receptive as the person who is receiving that information. Mm-hmm. And if it's a hard no for you, if it's not for you, it's yeah. just that simple. I'm not really interested in that. Uh, That doesn't do it for me Mm -hmm. without judgment. Yeah. Rather than, oh my God, that's disgusting. Why do you want to do that? Are you stupid? Like that's, let's not do that ever. Friends. Mm -hmm. Anal fisting, everyone's on board. (laughs) It's going to be currently, currently a hard no for me. (laughs) I love that scene from that movie. Fucking Fifty Shades of Grey. Anal fisting. Like, was, yes, it's the only thing on the contract. Only in The worst movie I've ever watched. <laughs> Which is sad because I had such high hopes. Why? Because there were so many folks in my life that had like praised the movie and said it was like the most delicious thing ever. He is beautiful. Hmm. But I like him better as a serial killer in the... He's oh, what's it called? What's it called? 
the the it starts with an F. The follow. Yeah, fall. I think that's what it is. I think it's, it's the, not the following. This one. No, be. I know. I want to say it's the following, and I'm like, <laughs> that's not right. I think it's the fall, but that he was hot as fuck in that. That's to me. the one with Scully. Yeah. yeah. So, that's kind of the update on on mm-hmm. checking off the no, we're not polyamorous or interested in polyamory, mm-hmm. uh, but we're also not necessarily going to be monogamous forever. Yeah. And what that might look like for us. What other questions? We got a lot of really interesting questions. One of the questions that I just got, which I want to ask you now, mm-hmm. is I've never met a guy so comfortable in sharing. How did you train him? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a shot collar involved. <laughs> a spray bottle. <laughs> Are you the cat now? Yeah, I don't know. I just... You had, a, you yeah, had a tipping point. Yeah, I mean, like, being a private, super private person for so long. Mm. Um, and now things are extremely comfortable, so why not share? Like, if somebody gets something out of what I'm saying or what you're saying, then that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really feel uncomfortable about it anymore. That's good. Also, it's... Would you say that it's fair to say that becoming more of an open book is a matter of practice? Yes. Like, the more you do it, the more comfortable mm-hmm. and confident you feel in sharing what, what you're going through or what you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Because you start to realize that it's not the scariest thing to have people know what you're life is actually like or what you're thinking it's a lot easier not doing it live too oh for sure (laughs) that's a big part of it like if it was 30 people on a zoom call right now it would be a lot harder i think to uh talk about personal things but like just you especially because i'm so comfortable with you Mm. like you and me in a microphone is a lot different than that and I don't even think about it afterwards. Like, yeah. oh shit, there's like uh, hundreds of people listening to... Uh, 20,000, you mean? My ball problems. but <laughs> <laughs> No, I totally... I, I absolutely relate to that. And I... I feel like... When it comes to communication and openness... Mm-hmm. It's starting small and just letting it build. Yeah. Because there is this really big fear oh was your ball hurt no my leg oh okay um there is this really big moment of this like lead up to the first time you share something that feels vulnerable to you Mm -hmm. and you have this this terror that you won't be met with compassion or understanding and you'll instead be met with judgment Mm. and so the more that you can share and you're met with that compassion or understanding or you're met with a reflection of what you're going through or what you're experiencing, it gives you that like, oh, fuck, I'm not the only one. Oh, shit, like the world didn't end. People didn't shun me for sharing this. And Mm -hmm. and you get that like, oh, I'm okay. I can be outside of this comfort zone and I I can be seen and loved in this part of me or this this what I believed was my shadow. Yeah. So... Yeah, go. I'm not saying 
you need to share everything, but like mm. you're never gonna know unless mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously you should share with people you're comfortable with first, but mm. you're never gonna find out what people think about it until you do share. Mm. So, I mean. It's also a great opportunity to flex your muscle of, I don't care what other people think about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I care what my inner circle thinks mm-hmm. and I care how my inner circle supports me in what I'm going through. Yeah. But outside of that, everybody's going to have a different opinion and that's okay. Yeah. And I don't need to please everyone to have a beautiful, amazing life. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I would also say if you, uh, talking to a professional and things like that is also, you should not be afraid of that. Oh my God, no. Yeah, you, I'm allowed to share this, yes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you had your first experience going to see a, a counselor mm-hmm. last year? Yes. Yeah. Time. Um, A, I was so proud of you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. I was so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And... B, I was even more proud of you because you were openly speaking about it and, like, sharing with people. Yeah. Which was really cool. I mean, there wasn't, like, a specific serious trauma or anything that caused it, which I would understand that might make people a little bit more cagey about sharing with uh, the non-professional. But, yeah, it was good experience. Um, good to talk about things. Uh, just sort through, like, everything... That you think might be a pro- causing a problem versus mm. what is just like set aside. Mm. And like the things that you're thinking into a problem. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like we can, we can take something that's a non-issue and beat it into an issue. Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, it's funny because I, I was totally on my high horse because every time you came home... I was like, what did you guys talk about? I was like, oh, you mean all of the things that we talked about last week? It was you. <laughs> we talked about you the whole time. <laughs> but it's... My wife. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's something to be said about having someone who is not your immediate partner yes. to be able to talk to and yeah. and get that advice or support from somebody who has zero... Mm-hmm attachment or connection to your life whatsoever. Yeah. And I mean, for, for anybody that might not have a large friend circle, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause a lot of the stuff is not stuff you want to talk with your parents or your family outside of your partner, maybe. So a professional is definitely good. I don't know if I would say second choice, but like they're, not a second choice. It's yeah, a, it's a, different. it's a added support system. It is mm-hmm. part of your toolkit yeah. and your network of support. Like you, I don't think it's fair to weigh one against the other. Yeah. I'm looking through questions, which is really, really fun. I don't think we're going to have time to get through everything. And I'm thinking what we'll probably do is jump on the den for any that we don't get to get into for this episode Mm because that that would be fun some of the more funny ones i guess we can do in the den or Or you can just do some rapid fire ones here's one (laughs) does bringing toys into the mix make a more 
interesting night. Interesting, more interesting? No. Um, it's different. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's funny. Like, we have played around mm-hmm. with a few, but I feel like we don't... That's a relatively new avenue for us. Yeah. But we're getting more heavily into it. Yeah, yeah. From, like, there's either little or no difference emotionally, I find, when we use toys. Yeah, no. Like, um, or energy-wise. Yeah, it sometimes, doesn't... Tr- sometimes it, it might even get in the way. It depends. Like it, it, it de- also like depends when you're on like this. Toy for the first time, that'll probably get in the way. So this is why you should not just do it once and then throw it away. This is why I, I literally talked about this on the episode, or not on the episode, on the live video that I did gathering questions. Okay. I gave them the story about how Fallon walked in on me while I was orgasming <laughs> with my new Mommy. toy. <laughs> Help, baby. <laughs> funny but I was like mid climax and it I was using the satisfier which is a suction Mm -hmm. clitoris toy and I was talking about how it was my fourth time using it and I was still in the process of figuring out how I want how I want to interact with that toy the right settings for me the right positioning for me and and finding the sweet spot of a relationship with that toy for my body yeah. because it is going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And this is why like anytime you get a new toy or a new partner, yeah, whether it's like toy or human. Yeah. There's other things to take into consideration with a new partner. Okay. Sure. But I'm like broad strokesing this. Yeah. It's not fair to fuck them once and be like, uh, no, because there is this intimate, like, getting to know you process mm-hmm. that happens and that you have to make room for. Yeah. Even with toys. It's not just exclusive to people. Yeah. And there's an added layer of that when you bring the toy into a mix with your partner or partners. Mm-hmm. So it's the... First, if you get a new toy, my biggest recommendation is give yourself ample time to play with it yourself first. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't mixed the satisfier in yet no. while fucking because, again, I, I told you, I was like, I want to fuck with it first. Yeah. I want to figure it out first. I want to feel what I... Do I like it with lube? Do I like this setting or that setting? Do I like this positioning or that positioning? Do I like it in the shower better? Do I like it in the bath better? Do I like it with a wand? Do I not like it with a wand slash mm-hmm. penetration versus not? Yeah. Do I like holding it upwards or downwards? So figuring all of that out first yeah. before throwing it in and being like, let's figure it out. Let's play yeah. and have all of the awkward bumpies and with another person. Yeah. So especially somebody who's not familiar with it. On the other side. Right? Like a whole other fucking bag of tricks and dicks. Is that your boyfriend? Uh, well, it's Sarah, so kind of. <laughs> <laughs> your partner. We're, we're planning. We're planning. Yeah, she is my partner. Uh, we're planning for the Sunday night momgasm party and what, what we're going to do for a, a party theme slash party game. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Bring toys in. It can mm-hmm. be super fun. Give yourself time to, to navigate your toy first yeah. and then move on. So we had another question that was like a, a secondary question in the realm of, of yeah. toys because it is something that we're actively getting more into. Mm-hmm. 
because we did we have we have a few couple based toys now too like the we vibe chorus which we've still only used once mm-hmm. which i would like to bring that out again very soon because that was yeah there was connection issues <laughs> Well, there was connection. There was Wi-Fi connection issues mm-hmm. with it, um, with the app. But as far as like the actual toy and how it connected to the the squeeze remote, yeah, that was a okay. Mm-hmm. And it was <sighs> great experience. Yeah. Great, 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 great time. So somebody asked, wondering about. What clitoral stimulator is best to use while having vaginal intercourse? Looking for something new to add to my limited collection of vibes. FYI, not really into cock rings. We've never used a cock ring. No, that's not something I'm interested in either. So So I would like to explore that a little further with you. Are you, is that like a hard no for you or something that you just don't want to invest money into? Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't sound appealing. It's like getting a ring that's doesn't fit your finger very well and it gets stuck on there and just any kind of restriction on there does I not don't think so. that's how they work no but like even like having a condom on like the end of the condom <sighs> yeah didn't feel great obviously condoms are important but <laughs> yeah it's important as shit but and then trying to replicate that with a good um difference of um like safe sex, mm, mm, not so yeah. interesting. But you've also never tried. So is it what if it is it okay? If I came home one day, mm. oh, I try it. Okay, I try grapefruiting, man. Like, <laughs> 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 I am open to try. <laughs> Touche. So if anybody wants to send us a cock ring, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh so with this, unused preferably. hard preference there it's a hard preference uh we okay so i'm trying to think typically i don't use toys Mm -hmm. while we're actively fucking i find toys are often like a good warm-up for us Mm -hmm. lately that at the same time you get into it super quick and they just can't you don't even think about it what do you mean toys we don't use them that much um yeah no often well this is also the other thing where we don't have the most ideal environment that's true and where things are so unpredictable as far as are we going to get interrupted? Are we not going to get interrupted? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we won't think to reach for a toy. Yeah. That being said, I'm really incredibly and deeply curious about bringing the satisfier in as a clit stimulation while we're fucking. And I've told you this, like yeah. the first day I got it mm-hmm. and tried it, that was like the first thing I emerged from the yeah. bathroom with a bruise on my head from like <laughs> throwing my head back into the wall and I said, I'm really interested in what this would feel like yeah. while you're fucking me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that one might be a little bit cumbersome as far as like holding it yeah. and finding the right position of penetration. Mm-hmm. I would think it would work okay in like a doggy style, daggy. Yeah, where you can get... 
Right where it's like you can support yourself enough. Maybe your chest is, maybe it's more of like a puppy pose where your chest is on the bed and your hips are in the air and you're like using your hand to hold it there. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if with thrusting, if it would like move the toy out of place, if that's the case, it probably won't work that well. Yeah. So maybe a missionary style thing or like hanging off the bed would be a better option. I will report back on those things, (laughs) by the way. Um... But, honestly, I really like the WeVibe Chorus. Yeah. And that was... So, the WeVibe Chorus is a wearable where it clicks. Like, you can click it together so that there's a part that vibrates on your G-spot and there's a part that vibrates and rests on your clitoris. And you can be fucked while you're wearing it. Yeah. It's got, like, a remote and uh, an app you can use to replicate it. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. But it's... For me and for us, like we both chose to take it out when we used it, but it was really, really crazy mm-hmm. and a wild sensation while we were fucking with it in. Yeah. But it was almost like I was so stimulated that I couldn't, I couldn't feel that I was being fucked. Yeah. But not in a bad way. Like everything felt so good Mm -hmm. that I like could not pinpoint with my awareness what pleasure centers were being activated Mm -hmm. all at once. Like it was getting your brains fucked. Actually. So there was a point where I like took it out and then we've started fucking again. And it was like, everything was so juicy and so open that it, so that would be one that I would probably look at mm-hmm. if you are somebody who likes really heavy yeah. stimulation to your clitoris and like really loves a strong vibrator but that one's an investment it's like i want to say it's like a 250 fifty dollar toy or more mm-hmm. so it's not for the faint of heart like that's if yeah. you're gonna go for it like you're going for it but out outside of that like i feel like a bullet would be great yeah but like the little tiny ones, but getting like a bullet with like a sleeve that you could hook on your finger mm. yeah, would be really helpful where it's like... You this, drop it, you're going to lose it. Right? So it's the same idea of... And I've seen them before where you can get like a sleeve where it hooks on your finger and mm-hmm. you just hold it there. Yeah. I feel like that would be A, cost effective. Mm-hmm. Be practical because I'm not having to fumble with with anything awkward. Yeah. Because typically I have my hand down there anyway. Mm. Right? Yeah. So I feel like that would be a really good option, especially if you're in like budget, budget times. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're local, I do highly recommend maybe even sending Venus Envy a message mm-hmm. and let them know what you're looking for and why you yeah. want it. Because I promise you they'd be able to direct you in the best direction yeah because we're still figuring out what that looks like yeah for us but yeah that's an awesome question i love that question what else do we have that's great i'm singing now this is nice you're welcome infected your brain you a lot of things have infected oh jesus infected my brain at this point at this paint um oh i would love let's let's do that when why I said you can. Oh, huh? one of the questions is, what is our funniest sex oop? Has anyone fallen off the bed? I fell into the shower, but that was not... Oh my God, that was funny. 
It was very, you almost you died. Not, it was not funny at the moment for you. You were like, no! <laughs> <laughs> it was a very alarmed, like, oh, God! I don't know how I missed hitting my head on the toilet or the floor. Uh, universe was uh, protecting you. You were, you were held yeah. in light. It was, um, it was, it was terrifying. I don't, oh, no. I've got that was when you were doing exercise when Zoe, like, yeah, it was <laughs> disgusting diarrhea <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> That smelled so bad. That was so bad. So ages ago, um, way back in the day, when I lived uh, in my second apartment ever, I was super into doing Tony Horton's 10-minute trainer. And I did that shit every day, sometimes twice a day. And I was really committed. I don't know what happened to my life. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not that committed anymore. Yeah. But my dog, who we still have, please don't pull her fur out. Sorry. Thank you. My dog, who we still have, who's now like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. I was working out. It's totally not sex related, but it's funny. Mm. I was working out. I was doing my thing. And all of a sudden, she wanders into the corner of the room, looks at me like, oh, God, Mom, <laughs> I'm so sorry, and pops the squat and starts shitting liquid magma <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> On the floor. Yeah. <laughs> it smells so bad. Yeah, but I was I was so committed to my workout that I just kept going. I was like, Jeff, Jeff, she's shitting on the floor. You have to get her. Oh, God. Oh, wow. That was great. That was so great. I feel like sex oops. There was the time that you thought you could play video games while having sex, and that lasted all of two minutes. Oh, was that when I was playing Halo? Dragon Age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it didn't work. That's not really a sex oop. That was, oops, that was just like a failed mm. fucking, I don't even know. Um, I would say, like, the only sex oopses that we've had that I can think of are, like, kid interruption sex oopses. Yeah. Where, I don't know, actually, do we have any oopses, oopses, oopsies? Oopie, oopsie. Oopie, oopie. Um, did we have any oopies? When we were fucking in your parents' car. Oh, I know an oopsie that we had. Your mom finding the condom when we fucked for the first time. Because you put it in your brother's garbage. Or in like the... No, you put it in the garbage in your parents' bathroom. Upstairs. Okay. And your mom found it. And then awkwardly, you were confronted about it. Yeah. That was a weird... That was an oopsie. That seems like a very teenage thing. <laughs> it was. It was terrible. Mm. But outside of that, it's kid interruptions. Like yeah. Fallon walking while I'm orgasming the other day, and Alexis. Oh, what was it? Was it Fallon strolled in? It was the first time that I ever squirted. Mm. Fallon strolled in while we were like mid fucking, and you had to like find her and oh, yeah. and deter her elsewhere. And then Alexis wanted something in the middle of it. Mm. The door was shut. Just hold on, Alexis. Oh my god! I yeah. The other day we were fucking and Alexis was trying to come in, and normally she just like opens the door and comes mm. right in. But we heard her, and we we're like, "Don't open the door! Don't! Yeah, don't open it! Yeah." But we've not had anything crazy happen. No, not really. Which is surprising. I mean, if like I've farted while we've been fucking, I've queefed while we've been that's fucking. That's normal now. <laughs> right? Like that's yeah. not. It's just normal. Sex to me, yeah. 
I sound disgusting and like an animal, but <laughs> we're all fucking animals at this point. <laughs> so no, there's not that. I wish I had like a crazy, cause I've heard some really yeah, funny yeah. stories, mm-hmm. some really funny stories. So I feel like I'm just disappointing you. Not you. Not me. Not you. Just you, the listener. Because we don't have enough oops, oopies. By the way, oopie is how our our youngest says oopsie. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I have another one. But I think I'm going to save it. And I think we're going to jump on on live and and do that instead. Because we're almost at an hour and a half. Okay. But that was fun. I love sitting down. I love doing these episodes with you. Yeah. It's a good time. It is a good time. And it's... I mean, this to me feels like a date night yeah right where we get to sit down and we just get to have uninterrupted conversation Mm -hmm. and i know there's a microphone between us and we are talking with the intention of sharing with other people but it's still really it's intimate yeah it's good i like it so come listen and be intimate with us oh yes (laughs) If you have any other questions, like if you have something that you'd love for Jeff and I to talk about, something that you'd love for Sarah and Ollie to talk about, mm-hmm. something you'd love for Sarah and I to talk about, yeah. send us an email at momgasmpodcast.gmail.com and, and give us your cues. We always love engaging with the listeners and, and getting into some intimate shit for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for being here, bud. Where else was I going to go? <laughs> That's I true. Can't go anywhere. That's true. You can't leave. <laughs> That's very true. Um, but thank you for being here, buds that are listening. And uh, peace, love, and a whole lot of cum. Unless you have a ball infection, then maybe reserve it for later. Hold up. Wait. Don't go. We have some big news to share with all of you luscious, loyal listeners. We are hosting a live quarantine show. That's right. May 28th, Lindsay and I are sitting down in our homes and going live for all you fabulous fuckers. It's going to be weird. It's going to be safely distanced. And it's going to be unpredictable as usual. Who knows what's going to happen, but I'm sure it's going to involve dicks, butts, and cunts. So, oh, right, and mom life. Get your tickets now. Follow the link in our description to RSVP. And as always, don't forget to like, share, comment, and most importantly, subscribe so you never miss a new juicy episode. And that's it. Catch you next time. Mwah.